there. Welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Nathan Fox. That's Ben Olson. Together, we're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our other longer form podcast, which is called Thinking LSAT. That comes out once a week. Uh, we have an email here from Des. says, Dear Ben and Nathan, I'm a former Navy diver and current senior civil engineering student. I've been a listener of the podcast for some time now and wanted to get your advice on a few things. I will have used up my military education benefits on my undergraduate degree. Because of this, I'm hesitant to stay to say that I'm a veteran on applications because they might assume I will be using my military education benefits and accept me without a scholarship. Also, could you gentlemen talk a little bit about how admissions people see a technical degree GPA versus how they see a non-technical degree GPA? I ask because I will probably end up with a 2.9 to a 3.0. Again, this is in civil engineering. Since my GPA is low, I know that I need to get my personal statement just right. And my LSAT score pretty high to get a scholarship. Those two things are out of order there, huh? Yeah, your LSAT score needs to be high, not pretty high, high. And um, yeah, then you can worry about your personal statement. I've been a listener long enough to know that I'm either going to law school for free or I'm not going at all. Thank you, gentlemen, for your help. Very respectfully, Des. Des has the military speak going in his email, um, which is kind of nice. Look, I like it. Yeah. So 2.9 to 3.0 GPA, that is not good, uh, even for a technical degree. Granted, they are going to give different schools and different degrees different weights. So some schools, they're going to give a little more uh, or be more generous or more forgiving with your GPA. Some degrees, including technical ones, they're going to be more generous about. But at the end of the day, that's pretty low. I mean, I'd, I'd want to know, where does that put you in your class? That's probably what matters the most, and I imagine that that's what they're looking at. Because um, really, it's a comparison. Right? Yeah, and students. I mean, you got to be honest, though. They're, they're going to report you out to the Law School Admission Council, to the American Bar Association. That's true. To, That's that factor, right? To so U.S. News. Day, who cares? You're a 2.9 or a 3.0. There's, as they say in golf, there's no room on the, or there's no pictures on the scorecard. That's a golf thing. There's no pictures on the scorecard. People normally say yeah. that when they like do something real dorky, like you fucking skull a little chip and it, and it hits the pin super hard and goes in. And it's like, it was a yeah. terrible shot, but it went in. Yeah. And people will say, well, there's no pictures on the scorecard, you know, write down my no one knows. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Well, or if you do poorly, right? It works the end. other way too. Like you can hit yeah. a beautiful drive and a beautiful second shot and get a terrible bounce into the hazard, you know, like there's real bad shit that can happen to you because of luck, but there's no pictures on the scorecard. It's just the number you put down the number at the end. And so Des, you're going to be a 2.9 or a 3.0. That's the number. And it's, it is what it is, but your LSAT, that's why I'm a little concerned here with your, I need to get my personal statement just right. Well, sure. That's good. 
but the elephant in the room is the LSAT. He does says, I need to get my LSAT pretty high. Yeah, you need to get your LSAT very high, as high as you possibly can, because then that number, that's the other number that they're going to report to the world. And if you show up with a 175 and a 3.0, that's just a vastly different candidate than a 165 and a 3.0. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think sometimes people like Des are going to just settle for a, well, I got it up there pretty high. 165 is pretty high, but like 165 and a 3.0, I mean, that's probably just instant denied at top 14 schools. Yeah. And so you need really, really high. And then when you do get the really high LSAT, that's when they're, they're then going to look into your application a little more deeply. And if you wrote a sentence or two addendum saying, Hey, I actually ranked second in my class of a hundred in civil engineering, then they're going to go, Oh, look, Hey, this is a splitter. Look, see the 175, and then look, see this 3.0, but look, it's civil engineering. And that was actually good. And yeah, we do still have to report Des as a 3.0, but we get to report Des as a 175. Yeah. And then they're going to be reading your personal statement with like actual attention, but your numbers are going to open the door always. What do you think about the, uh, hesitant to say that I'm a veteran on applications because they might assume I will be using my military education benefits and accept me without a scholarship. I was thinking about that. Um, if that actually happened, I, I'm not, I think if that actually happened, you would just turn around and say, I'm sorry, do you have a scholarship? And if they say no, then that's your negotiation because you're not willing to go without a scholarship. Yeah. Also you, <laughs> it's like, he's going to hide that he's a veteran. How would you even do that? You have to put your resume yeah. I mean, you were in Former the Navy. Navy they know you were a veteran. Yeah. yeah. So I don't worry about that. <laughs> no, you're worrying about something that you can't control. And as Ben says, it's always just a negotiation when they admit you. Yes, they do at most schools, like offer you or not offer you a scholarship with admission or around the same time as admission. But all that is, is their first offer. And you can always just say, oh, um, I'm financing this myself. I was expecting to, are you sent, are you, will you send scholarship information in a separate email or, <laughs> you know, uh, there's a million ways you can do it, but like yeah. you basically say, Hey, I'm not going to pay for law school. So, you know, I, I'd like to know what kind of tuition assistance you can offer. Here's the best thing about Dez's position is that he's already decided to go for free or not to go at all. So now he's in the strong position with negotiating, right? People, people stress out about negotiating because there's something to lose. But when you've already decided, look, I got two good options, either go for free or don't go at all, then the negotiation process is really easy. You just say, hey, do you have a scholarship? No, we don't okay, well, I would really appreciate a scholarship. Otherwise, yeah. I'll probably pursue other options. And then they're like, okay, like there's no stress well, involved, right? Especially to be clear, 
I think you agree, Ben, that not going at all is actually a better, a better position than going for free. Yep. In many, many cases, like you're going to go for free and you're still going to hate it. You're going to go for free and you're still going to regret it. So exactly. So when you get that <laughs> offer for free, you still, that doesn't mean an automatic. Yes. That it. means, okay, well now I might consider it. Yeah. I might go for free or I might say can no you to you. Can you give me a stipend? Yep. Can you like, what else can you do for me? Or can I get into a bit even better school or do I have other better current options in my life. So yeah, I agree, Ben. Des has already won the negotiation by deciding that he's going for free or not at all. And at that point, all he needs to do is get the best LSAT he can and apply broadly. Do not be lazy, Des, and only apply to two schools. That is not lawyer shit. You need to apply to at least 10 schools, probably more like 15 or 20. Uh, there's really kind of no such thing as too many because all you're going to do is give yourself more options, more chances to get lucky. Well, it's crazy. I mean, the downside is the cost of applying, whatever that may be. It could be zero if you get a fee waiver um, for those schools. You can ask them. But even if you don't, even if you have to pay that application fee, that is so small compared to the potential benefit of over a hundred thousand dollars. It just, it doesn't make sense to hold back. No drops in the bucket. Like I, you know, I, I really want to start Ben doing more. Um, remember when I taught that like personal finance class a year mm-hmm. ago, way yep. back at the beginning yep. of the demon, that's a project yeah. that I, I would really like to get back into. I have a friend who is like adamant that I need to write a book about personal finance and mm. you know, like for dummies, kind of like real simple personal finance book. And I, I, there's something there, I think, yeah. um, part of one thing that I would always preach to people is that you just do not carry a credit card debt ever. Like you cannot not pay off your credit card in full, yeah. Like you shouldn't even have a credit card if you're going to carry a balance. It's not responsible financial behavior. You have to have zero credit card debt. Yeah. But when it comes to the applications for law school specifically, I could see potentially carrying a bit of debt for a little while if that was your only option, right? Like if it was, if it was like, I can't afford $4,000 for applications. And I'm not talking about services. I'm not talking about the demon. I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about the applications themselves. You should be able to get application fee waivers, but if you need to spend a couple thousand dollars and you need to put that on a credit card in order to get your 15 applications in, that I think is actually a smart personal finance decision because law school costs a hundred times what that initial investment is for your applications. Well, it just illustrates the craziness of financial decisions too, right? Because if someone hears that and they're like, whoa, 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 that's a lot of money. Well, they're right. It is a lot of money. $4,000, $2,000. Yeah. But if you're, if you're feeling the anxiety associated with taking on that debt, but you don't feel it. <laughs> right. When you're considering the debt you're going to take right. on to go to law school, 
it's normal. It's weird. It's like once we start dealing with astronomically big numbers, they're so big that we right. we can't feel them. And so then we don't behave appropriately toward them. Right. Yeah, people see law school as this like, oh, well, it's just so much money and it's student loans. And I they just think it's okay to say like, well, I'm never going to pay that back anyway. Or like, I'm expecting to have a lifetime of student debt. But or then I'll they, pay it back, no problem, once I'm done with law once school. Once I'm a lawyer law and I'm, miracle cure, I'm a millionaire. Right? Yeah, right. No, you're still taking on that debt and you still have to earn the money to pay it back. Yeah. But spend a couple grand to get... You know, by the way, don't do this without the best LSAT you can possibly get. Don't do it if it's not September. I want to make it like a chart. Is it September? Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Wait till next September. Yep. Yes. Apply. You know, do you have your best LSAT? Is it September? Apply. And that and it should it'll be like apply to 20 schools. Like do can you apply? Do you have the resources to apply to 20 schools? Have you asked for the fee waivers? Yeah. Have you done all these things? Yeah. Yep. Ask for the fee waivers for every school you're going to apply to. And some of the schools are going to say no. Consider whether maybe you just don't even want to apply to that school if they're not going to give you a fee waiver. Like what makes you think they're going to give you a scholarship if they're not willing to give you a fee waiver? Mm-hmm. Um, but then whatever the case, do apply broadly with your very best LSAT in September. And that's how you yep. uh, get those full tuition scholarships. Cool. Email daily at lsatdemon.com if you have questions for us or want to share some news on the LSAT or law school admissions. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 